Yes, sir. What episode is this? Episode 80? 79? I think, bro. No, 78, I think. I think 78 was the last one. Or 79 then? Whatever. It's a new one. (laughs) It's a new one. Just Offside Podcast. Yes. Um, If you're following along with current news, the Saudis have taken over, but the, the most important thing at this very minute is the submarine that has lost in the middle of the ocean. Bro, they're about, what is it? I think it was 5 a.m. They run out of air at 5 a.m. <laughs> How do you feel about this? Bro, for me, it's like, what? When I saw the picture of what it looks like in there, what you get to see, and the amount of money you have to pay, <laughs> I'm like, who in their fucking right mind is going two miles <laughs> below sea level? To go it's see. more than that. It's more. Do you say two miles? No, more two hundred. Two miles. Oh, two miles. Yeah, I guess that's pretty far. I'm not really Bro, thinking. What? Nah, I'm cool. Show me on an iPad. I'm good. It's the same thing. <laughs> a little Google expedition of the Titanic. <laughs> yeah. Bro, crazy. I heard that. Two hundred and fifty thousand to go see the Titanic. Yeah, that too. And yo, and what I you were saying the. The shit that like brought you down looked like a a game yeah, controller. Like, yeah, that too. Yeah, the controller. So dumb, man. I wonder how many. I didn't really look into like how many times they've been doing this shit, but like, bro, what? Two hundred and fifty k to go see it, which is stupid. And the amount of care people have in the world for five people possibly dying. I know. Off. Sorry, I'm gonna try and not swear, but it's just ridiculous. Who cares about these five people? So unfortunate. Oh, oh no. Like, if you die skydiving, too bad. If you die fucking doing something, too bad. Bro, I saw the funniest tweet this afternoon, just before he got on. It was like, yo, people need to stop joking about this shit. That could be your family. <laughs> it's like, nah, man, I'm black. <laughs> Ain't going to no submarine, man. That shit, bro. Well, the crazy the thing is, is that the one like son or stepson or something like that has like posted, and he's like been. He went to a Blink One Eighty Two concert last night. He's like, "Oh, my family would want me to go to the concert." Oh, and then oh, some, I didn't see that. some girl tweeted him like in a bikini, and was like, "Can I sit on your face?" And he quote tweeted it back saying, "Yes, please." <laughs> <laughs> Gotta think of a fuck about his parents or family. Fifteen seconds of fame. We've got to get it. Oh, ridiculous. That's fucking wild, though, bro. Submarine. Just leave them, man. We'll see. Guess we'll have an update next. Uh... But you hear they heard they heard some some banging, so maybe there's hope. We'll see. We'll have an update <laughs> next. They heard some banging. Speaking of banging, we finished last episode, and we were absolutely gutted to not talk about it. Maria Guardiola. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Who knew Pep curious. could do that? I didn't think Pep had that in him. Fuck, I haven't seen his wife, so who knows? No I actually haven't seen her either. But uh, yeah, fuck, she must have been out with Jackie and the boys at the parade. <laughs> and honestly, shout out to Jack Grealish, bro, just enjoying life. He is, even if even the fact that he's on City and he's a City player. There is nothing more I love than how honest, up yeah, bro, and just real 
he is with the whole celebration. If that was me, if you just want to trouble, if you went all this time playing at Villa and then making that transfer yeah. and then doing that and then winning the treble and just enjoy yourself. And he's clearly enjoying himself. And he's was, well, not is right now as we record, was wasted and oh as you should God. be. That was hilarious. But honestly, yeah, like you said, it just seems like, yeah, he's never, even when he's in interviews after post game sometimes when he's like, I forgot what game it was where he didn't play well. But he's like, yeah, to be honest, I played like fucking shit today, but we fucking yeah. got it done. Like, I don't know if it was the semifinal or what it was. But no, I like him, man. It was the, like the first, like, first leg of the semifinal. First leg like, semi, right? Real yeah. Madrid, where he's like, my calves are tight. Carvajal was nuts. Yeah. I think it's that one. But no, nah, go celebrate, bro. I like to see them in their element like that after winning. After a big season like that, big year. Trebles don't come that often to just fucking let loose, man. He's also enjoy he's also very very unintelligent. <laughs> um, yeah, of course, but fuck. But lean into it a little bit. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's just he's being him, which I like. I like when people just authentic. People being them, I need to know, and we're gonna shift focus now to the Nations League, because the Concacaf Nations League just finished, and the European Nations League just finished. We're going to start with Canada and making the final a lot of, I don't know, kind of big deal. First final in like 23 years or 33 years, whatever it may be. And it was 23. The yeah. chance to play for a trophy, probably like the perfect timing to like spear things in. I mean, they capped off qualifying. They went to the World Cup. A trophy at the end of this cycle. Kind of, if you will. Been, yeah, would have been nice. Yeah, would have been nice for them to give them some momentum. I obviously was not able to watch any of the games, but as I checked Twitter, I read lots. But were you able to catch the games? Yeah, I caught the. I caught most of the final saw so of the the semi. And... I just think it's unfortunate, man. I start. I'm starting to think they're starting to become too predictable, like. You know they're setting up in their three five two. You know exactly who's going to be on the pitch. I think they're starting to get too um, predictable for opponents, and they're relying on if you don't get a mode of brilliance from a Fonzie or Kyle Lahren, Joe David or Tejon, like nothing's happening really. Really, I think that that's what that's what I'm starting to think and feel. It's just getting too predictable, bro. It's too predictable on the pitch. The unfortunate set piece. At the, I think it was a set piece, and uh, what was the second goal? I got the second goal in the final, but Boyan should have done better in the first fucking goal, and then that just fucking took a little bit out of them. But the second goal was the Balogun, no? Yeah, so it was the Balogun. So that was honestly a good goal by them, but good finish for Balogun. But um, yeah, man, I don't know. It's unfortunate, bro, because yeah, like you said, after the, what, this what two years. Two and a half years they've had. That would have been a perfect way, I think, to kind of round off. Okay, you get your trophy. Okay, let's move forward now. World Cup, three, what is it? Three years, four years away. But I don't know. It wasn't the best performance, to be honest, in the final, which I thought they'd show up for. So one of the tweets that I saw was that Alfonso was trying to do too much. Do you feel like, as when you were watching it, was he trying to do too much? or was he... I don't think so. I think that was a regular Alfonso performance to be honest. I don't think he was trying to do too much but 
he also has to do a lot for for that team <laughs> to be successful, man. Yeah. So let's be real, right? So no, I don't think so. I saw that I saw that those tweets too. But I don't think so, man. But it was just the back line, bro, at times that Kennedy is kind of like, nah, not it. And it's unfortunate we've gotten what this two years. And I feel like the only young player they really pushed through is that Kone, which is kind of concerning. Like you think yeah. you'd think there'd be starting to be some more players. You're starting to see at least get a little appearance here, appearance there, which will be nice because I know they're doing it at the Gold Cup. So a lot of those guys aren't going to be playing. So I I know a few of these young boys that have been playing on the MLS are going to get a chance. But yeah, it's just in that back line. They need they need some they need some depth in the back line. This is where for me where they're hurting the most right now. Because did Richie played? Did Atacube start? No, it was Richie and Alfonso started as the wing backs. And it was that Kennedy, Kamal Miller, and uh Alistair Johnson at the back. Okay. So, yeah, Kubi, Adekubi came on, I think, at half time, I want to say. Yeah, I think he came out at half. And they were, or no, they went to, uh, they went to a back four after that. But it's good. And sometimes you get to the final third, man, they just run out of ideas. Can't really, it's that last pass, that last finish, that last cross. Nobody's on the other cross. It's just, uh, it was frustrating to watch. But we'll see where they go from here. It'll be interesting. But I think they need to they need to start at least giving some looks to some of these young players who have coming through the pipeline, if there is any, who knows if there is, and see it, because they're going to be the ones that are going to be, I know there's no qualifying, but you need to those guys getting ready for, um, for 2026. And you hear Herdman after, I don't know if you saw some of his yeah. comments after the game too. How no money. No money. They're not prepared. Yeah, they're not. And I could see it happening, bro. If it goes, can it go this way? They're gonna fall flat on their face again. in Twenty twenty six would be fucking bad, which would be bad. But if we're gonna continue like this, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens again, which would be fucking shit because you're hosting a World Cup. They need to throw money in. CSA yeah. needs to throw money in. And if he's saying that, he's obviously saying it for a reason. Yeah. So we'll fucking see, man. But disappointed. Disappointing to grab the trophy, yeah. yeah. Even though, even though it is Nations League, it's still yeah. But for two, for countries like that, it's different, right? Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. It is a yeah. It is for a countries title. like that, it's different. It's something they they need. Is that's history that will start to grow. And obviously, Nations League is going to be something that's going to be here and around for for a while. And I think that's only the second one. Yeah. In uh, right all second over the world, one. or just. Euros, the European ones, that was the third one that's happened. The third one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to become like a slow thing, but it is going to be yeah. a trophy that's available. Whether exactly. it's rated or not, that's a, a whole other thing. Exactly. Yeah. We'll so, see. I'm interested to see how they look in, uh, at the Gold Cup. With those yeah, I was going to say, lots of lineup changes. The squads change quite a bit. Yeah, I think they're giving, those guys need a rest too. Yeah, yeah, long European a long season. fucking European season. Yeah, yeah they they have so, to. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see how they look. I think there's a game here. I'm trying to try and catch. There's one game here. We'll try and catch that next week, and we'll see see what happens. Yeah, nice. Um, European Nations League. I was absolutely devastated. The fact that Modric couldn't even just lift a trophy. Yeah, I missed that. 
I missed the games, man, unfortunately. I um, saw the last, uh, their extra time against the, the Dutch. Yeah. I saw the last goal. I literally got home and got to turn on and see that, but I missed the final. I mean, the one against the Dutch, second half, Modric just turned it on and just, it was... Against the Dutch. Yeah, against the Dutch. It was complete dominance and I was finishing my pint and I was like, okay, I'm going to time this because I try and have one and a half and <laughs> tried timing it. And then obviously the Dutch score in the 96th minute. <laughs> I was like, fuck. So I went, I had to get... Were you, were you out? Yeah, I was at the pub. I was watching it? Yeah. yeah. And then obviously we, Bruno Petkovic, the guy who scored in the quarterfinal against Brazil in the World Cup, scored a great goal. And then Modric gets a pen. And I was like, okay, we're playing for a final. This is fantastic. Like, like a Canada for a trophy. This is what it was like for Croatia. And just to get Modric to get one or like be able to lift a title, especially after the World yeah, Cup and like last little bit. Yeah, after the run, yeah, the last like four years. Yeah, just like wanted them so years. badly. And then, I mean, the final was a little bit boring. I'll try and say it. It's it wasn't great. Both teams had a, a couple chances, but nothing major. And then it went to pens, and anything can happen. And Croatia typically yeah. wins on pens, but they didn't this time. Fucking Spaniards, man! I know, bro. I was, fucking, I was actually gutted. I'm all, I'm just gutted for Modric and just the fact that an international trophy, even if it is the Nations League, still just being able to lift it. When I see that guy upset, I'm upset. You never know, man. What is probably Euro's probably the last one for him, no? Yeah, I think he's he's come out or reports have come out. I think it makes the most sense. He's gonna have one more yeah. year at Madrid, one yeah. more shot at the Players, Euros. The Euros and then, and then that's it. You never know. Never know, and especially with all this Saudi money. This Saudi money has given people new life. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> Those drinks of that Saudi water are gonna be nice. New found career. Well, it's a new life in your career. You gotta be oh, thinking fuck. if you're if you're a player and you're going and you're seeing all these deals go on, you must be thinking like raw, I can maybe go let me get my agent on the phone to get to Saudi. If you're like a cuspy player and you're not like doing that great, you'd be like, Oh, what can they possibly offer? Like, um, yeah, you know, I was thinking, like, guys like uh, Zaha. Yeah. Like, uh, if you can't get a big move to a big club, why not, might as well just go to fucking Saudi and make your fucking retirement money. Like, you really have to be, I guess, if you're a player that you, like you said, or you're a player that's already kind of won and accomplished things, just go there. Or you have no drive left. Like, you really have no fucking fuel in the tank to compete and like want to play for European championships, play in the Champions League and do those things. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, because we were just saying um, before, talking about Bernardo Silva who's been linked. And yeah, he's only, I think, what, 28, 29. Like, fuck, he just wanted to travel in Europe. What else can you do? On club level, really. I think he was linked with PSG, but fuck, Mbappe's about to be out of there. You really want to go to PSG right now? So fuck, might as well go get your bag in Saudi, man. Really, for certain yeah. guys, I get it. Certain guys, for certain people, I get it. <clears throat> for certain people, like 
Ruben Neves. I don't get it. I understand the Contes. I understand the Benzmas. I understood Ronaldo. But like a Ruben Neves. You don't understand Ruben Neves, bro? Bro, this guy's great. But bro, he was 18 years old, the youngest captain in the Champions League, right? Think about this like story arc. 18 years old, youngest captain in the Champions League. He's destined and he's like made up to be this big thing. Signs in the championship for Wolves. Goes up with them. Is their club captain. He's 26 years old. He's been linked with Barca for like the last like couple months and wanting to go to Barca or like a Man U or something like that. And then goes to Saudi. I know, but bro, if he's going to Saudi, you think those moves are there for him right now? Obviously not. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying because of the links and everything like that, he's definitely capable of going, well, right away today, going to Newcastle, being on loan and sent to Newcastle. Yeah, I saw that, but who fucking knows if that's true at all. But well, all of yeah. these all of these Saudi brothers, see what the shakes, whatever other I don't know what they're called. They are all locked in arms. Laughing. <laughs> I'm gonna. It's gonna be interesting summer, man. Every fucking day or something new, all over the fucking transfer market is fucking crazy. I need to talk about the Saudis and Chelsea, though. What fucking? Honestly, we hate on Chelsea. That's why I didn't fucking wasn't laughing at them much. Look at the business these guys are fucking doing right now, bro. It's fucked. Uh, it's, team can do business like that. It's fishy. It's very fishy. Okay, but still, what what's fishy about it? They still sold a play, two players to Premier League clubs as well for big money, money probably more money than they should be sold. Yeah, for. I those ones, I'm like, yeah, it doesn't really make any sense. But the other ones, well, I don't know how Kovacic only goes for third, like twenty five million plus five million in bonuses. That one's a little. I feel like that's quite low, but. Maybe that's just me thinking Kovacic has a little bit of a higher value than 70 million for Mount or 65 million for Havertz. But for Havertz. so but yes. the Saudi Saudi Arabia invests billions into um like Clear Lake Capital. And that's the majority owner of Chelsea. Bowley owns yeah. Clear Lake Capital and Saudis uh, invest okay. billions into it. Chelsea goes and spends 650 million, right, on transfers, putting them in the red with financial fair play. Who's bailing them out? The Saudis and getting all these players off the books and buying all these players. Yeah, but those players still have to agree to go as well, right? Of course. It's, not, it's but... like they had a little handshake. They're okay, we're buying these players. You guys are going to have to go to blah, blah, blah. Right? So, yeah, but it's also smart business from him. Yeah, it is. But you see, Gary Neville was like, this needs to stop. Someone needs to stop all the transfers. <laughs> He's like, it can't be going on. Like, you, you own... It just... I don't know. It's kind of like... It is a loophole. And as yeah. we noticed earlier in the year, Bowley found that He's loophole. He's finding everything. Smart, and it, that's bro. Until they have business. to change it, might as well do it. Until they change it, might as well do it. Exactly. And that's the part that's a little weird. But that's why it's a little fishy. Because like, oh, yeah... Obviously, no one knew that this summer window was going to be this big of an exodus and where it was going to be to and the money that it was going to go to. But if you think about guys like Mendy, who, what, two years ago won the Champions League? Yeah. Won the, like the best, uh, best yeah. keeper in the Europe. And African Cup of Nations won and like was on a, a such a high and now out the door. 
I feel for Koulibaly. My guy hasn't even been there for a year. Yeah, but he was shocking. And he leaves Napoli, goes to Chelsea, yeah. and Napoli wins it after spending all that time there, and then is a flop and goes to Saudi. Yeah. So who was it? It was Mendy, Kulubali, Conte, that have gone, Havertz. Kova. Kovacic. Those are the five right now. Yeah, and Ziyech. And Ziyech, yes, 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 Ziyech. 40 million for Ziyech. So that's what I mean, all these moves, but all those guys are going there. Except for Kova, possibly Mount, and Havertz. Yeah, that's fucked. That's fucked. What do you think of Havertz, the Havertz deal for, for the we, Gunners? Let's, let's talk about the top the top teams in the Premier with their movement so far. Arsenal, go Honestly, well, let me hear what you got to say first. I was a little shocked by it when I heard like the initial reports that we were interested in Havertz and I didn't really understand it. I've tried to step back from it and look at it. I think the money is way too much. I think 65 is a lot to ask for. But then if you think about any Chelsea attacker in the last four years, five years, I don't think any mere you could name anyone that's been good in the last four or five years for Chelsea up front. So I'm not really looking. I'm not wanting to look at stats. I'm not wanting to look at any of those things. No, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But I just don't know what exactly or where exactly he's going to fit into the Arsenal team. But at this yeah. point, I'm just going, okay, trust Arteta, trust Adu. Yeah, that's who they. That's be. who they picked. And... At like literally, all I can say is just back in the manager and hope that he does well. If he doesn't do well, then it just makes us look dumb. But the signings that we've made so far and done in the the last couple of years have turned out to be okay, and the younger players especially. So let's hope that it it is that kind of momentum and it works. But for I don't who know. though has that you've bought lately? Well, no, most, no, the guys, no. most guys are doing well. I got from in house. Yeah, but that's what I mean, like development of young players. Like Odegaard coming was a good move. Um, yeah. Gabriel came when he was relatively younger. Saliba's younger. So like that development and getting those players through. Ben White was young. Ramsdale was young. So yeah. getting them in. No, I I'm, I think similar to you, like at Chelsea, obviously we didn't see him at his best at all. But you've seen what he's done at Leverkusen. You'd think if he's in a better system, the way Arsenal played last year, yeah, maybe they can get something out of him. You hope. Obviously, you hope as an Arsenal fan. But, yeah, it would have to be. But I also do wonder where he's going to play. Yeah. I wonder where they have him playing. I wonder. I don't don't know. I think there's a a player in there. In him, I think there's a player in there you can bring out. But I just don't know where they're going to play in there. Yeah, that's the big thing. I think it's a big question mark. And I don't think we'll actually know until they play a game. Yeah, we'll see. Because you guys, and also, man, what do you think of fucking Partey leaving? Like, you're making these signs, even I know you're linked with uh, Lavia as well, Declan Rice. But if you're getting rid of these Xhaka, Partey as well, you still have no depth. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to I say. I don't get that their moves either. I don't like, know. I don't I get think, it. I think they just heard that someone was possibly interested in Partey. And I don't know if he's actually going to leave. I, I think don't think he will leave. I think, they're just, I think they're just seeing, like, the idea of the price of how much they could go. Because... If a club comes and offers a 50, or I think the report was like 40, they offer around like 50, 60 million. 
they might take and that it. Helps, yeah, that helps with fun, other whatever else you need. But I think he stays. He should. I would, I would yeah, be, I'd him, be pretty man. gutted if he left. Yeah, it would be tough, man. We need the fucking. There's gonna be all these competitions again. We need fucking depth. Yeah, I yeah, you're I making mean, great signings, but you're losing two. One of your two, the your main two best guys. midfielders. To the, to main the main guys. Yeah, yeah, again, right? So, so it makes yeah. no sense. It's like taking we'll one see. step forward, two steps back. And now there's fucking talk. I don't know what's going on. Who knows what's fucking menu and our and our um, take over, man, take over. And uh, but you're hearing reports now with the uh, West Ham that they they want Maguire or or uh, McCombie, and that that's just something they can throw in to get Declan Rice, bro. So fuck, who knows where this guy's gonna end up to. I still Who think he, knows. I, I still think he goes to Arsenal. Yeah, I think so too. I've you know so we don't even you know play similar position to Casemiro. I don't you can't play those two together, I don't think. Anyways. I think so we'll see. Rice, the Lavia, the Timber or Timbers from Ajax. Ajax. And then we get Havertz to the door. Um that's and I don't know. You could think guys yeah. have money for anything else unless you send somebody packing. I think Lavia was like 30. They're trying to get that timber for 30 to 60. Add up Havertz, 55 right now. It's 110. Yeah, you throw in rice for 90 to 100. There's your 200 and change. Yeah, that's fucked. Him for 100 is fucked. Bro, the market is stupid. 100 mil for him. Is... Did you see what? Did you see what? Fulham have put the price tag of the yeah, Paulinha. That's a joke. Yeah, 90, 90 million. What is going yeah, on? Pretty... Who's paying 70 million for Mount? Yeah, there's no chance. Well, it's going to end up we're going to end up doing 50 with add-ons though. I bet. It's just it's fucking it, crazy. It's really annoying. And you know what? Shout out to uh AK. I was talking to AK today. Because he posted something about Havertz going to Arsenal, and we just got into a little chat. And he's like, man, <laughs> I can't control anything outside of what the football club does. I'm just trying to enjoy life and watch the team play. And I'm like, bro, uh, yes, absolutely. That's the dream world. But when all this shit's going on and the price tags and it never ends and you're reading fucking Fabrizio's tweets every single day, you just want your team to be winning and be good. I just want the fucking owners, man. It's just taking too long. It's going to take us fucking... We're going to be fucked this summer. You need it before. Be it's going to take a while. It's going to take... But that's the thing. It's not like they just fucking, okay, you're gone. You guys are in. Okay, start buying. No, it takes time. So I think we're still going to be under the... Whatever money Tenag knew he had before... Um, this summer, I think that's it. Like we're not. It doesn't matter when if they come in. I don't think it will. for this summer. Maybe January. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But we'll see. It'll what other teams have? Man. What other teams have made moves? Well, we we're talking City a little bit, which is yeah. going to be huge. And now it looks like Bardiol is how you pronounce it is going to go as well. I love your Croatian, yes, Keith. Fuck man, Guardiol. Have a couple of Javapes and I can fuck his <laughs> the Balkan, man. You're pretty much Balkan, bro. You pretty, you grew up with me your whole life. Balkan. Give you the pass. So those are massive signings. I think Kovacic is great. Great feel for uh we were talking about Gundogan leaving as well to Barca. Two years. So great cover. Such a great smooth, there. 
such a smooth like transition one, one i'm like out, yeah how can i like why can't my club do like right there soon boom you got a replacement it's it's gotta be and he's the, gonna do yo it's, he's it's gonna pep, do it's so team. well it's pep yeah, he's team. gonna do so well under pep i know i really want i want to say that and i want to keep saying he's gonna oh, do so well but i'm being mindful that it might bite me and i don't want to come off saying it but i think he's gonna flourish yeah he is oh and they get if they get guardio to replace like if laporte leaves laporte's probably they need a left foot to center back i would man and i was saying this today i was like arsenal need to sign a croatian i cannot see these croatians playing for other clubs I grew up, well, mostly grew up when I was watching the Prem. Modric, Chorluka, and Cronchar were all at Spurs. When Eduardo da Silva, the Brazilian Croat, was at Arsenal, it was fantastic. And then, from there, we've had, Kovacic has obviously been at Chelsea. We have Spurs. Perisic at Spurs. Like, I'm trying to think of if there are any other Croats at the top of my head. Oh, Lovren playing at Liverpool and winning. Like, I just need a Croatian at... Or, you know what? I'm going to double down. A Canadian at Arsenal, and I would be happy as fuck. Yeah, speaking of that, bro, I wonder where... It's got quiet for Joe David, huh? Very quiet. Yeah, I wonder. I think he ends up in Italy, though, somewhere. There's going to be moves, bro. There's going to be moves. It's still a lot of time. Yeah, it's still a lot of time. I think his move is more so reactionary of another person. Yeah, yeah. Dominoes have to fall first. Yeah. And it's same like with Tejan, I think. Tejan's going to, they're going to wait to see if people come and go and whatever it may be. And then they get picked up. So I think there's more reactionary. Whereas you have like those top tier players that are making the moves. And it's like the secondary. Yeah, it has to go wait. Yeah, that's yeah. True. You gotta so, wait and see what clubs miss out on who, and yeah. Do you think? Level. Did you see the clip of Fonzie talking about how Barca didn't want him because he was Canadian? Yeah. Do you think they clubs now? Do you think clubs now are like, no, we'll take a Canadian, or do you think some of them are still going, no, I don't want a Canadian? I think now they're look. Now they're looking. Before they don't even. People are knocking, they're not even answering. Now I think they'll answer and see yeah. what's up. They'll definitely answer and see what's up. But no, before. And like we had a, I had a conversation with who we were talking. I was talking about this this summer. I forget who it was. I think it was Joe Durable. Shout out Joe if you're listening. And we were saying um, how like, yo, yeah, when players go in Canadians, as when we go to Europe, man, like through the years, like maybe six, seven, eight years ago, even before us, we hear stories and you see your Canadian, have a Canadian passport, they just laugh at you. Yeah. Like, right? So these guys have been starting to change it for us and hopefully change it for the future kids as well. But yeah, I think now in Europe, like they'll answer. I think before it's like, yeah, what? But now if someone's knocking and saying, yeah, they might look and see for sure. It's changing slowly, but surely I think it's changing. And he's going to be the main one to help with that, bro. Because look, like this guy's about to go play for the most. Uh, two most prestigious clubs in Europe in his career. It looks like his next move is going to be to the biggest one. So, nuts. We'll yeah, because this summer is the potential move of Tejong and Joe David and Kyle yeah. Aaron. Yeah, 
I heard some La Liga clubs are interested in him. Apparently, Real Betis is in the mix. Yeah, Os- Osasuna are in the mix. Who Osasuna are playing Conference League, but I think before when he signed, his release clause is like thirty-five. I want to say thirty-five or forty million euros. They did really? that, so I don't know if those clubs have to trigger that clause or if they're gonna like negotiate some sort of deal for him. Yeah, or maybe his release clause was like way lower. I'm not sure, but. He, they put a release clause on him. Okay. Yeah, it'll be interesting, man, to see. If he, I want him to stay in La Liga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done well there. Right from the balance. When he, when he go, he went January too, right? Yeah, end of Jan. Yeah, right from the get-go, man. The guy hit, found his stride. So it's that weather, bro. That. It's that weather. It's that culture. It's that life. yeah. yeah. Different. It's fucking different, man. Get me to Spain, man. Get me to fucking Spain on a regular day basis. My mood, my productivity, my work, everything's increasing. Yeah. Without a doubt. I just want to see some transfers, man. Yeah. There's some transfers in Manchester. That's what I need to see right now. Give me a big summer, man. As we're recording, (laughs) as we're recording, it's only June 21st. Like the window doesn't shut. <laughs> so six, August, six weeks, right? August, end of August, end of yeah. August. Yeah, like I was looking at the, there was some tweet of like United signings last summer. Like most of ours came like end of July till end of August, last yeah. day of August. I think Anthony came in. Yeah, so it takes fucking time. Too much time, and we got. But it's just better when you get them in before, man. They're there for preseason, and then yeah. Yeah, of course. So I think the community shield Arsenal's playing in is um August sixth. So early. August sixth? Yeah. And I forgot they're playing uh they're playing MLS this year. Yeah, they are. All stars. And they're playing menu in where was it? They're playing menu yeah, in Yeah, New York, man. Fuck MetLife. MetLife. That would have been great to go to. Yeah, fuck. But hey, it's okay, man. You come to come to London next year. We'll go to Manchester for the weekend. Watch yeah, a game. OT. Need to do that before the the Qataris build us a fucking billion dollar stadium. <laughs> <new one. laughs> yeah, it's true. You should. Honestly, it probably will be revamped. Yeah. <laughs> That's why okay. next year I'm gonna wait for the Bernabeu to be finished and then go to the new yeah, Bernabeu. It's gonna be the new one's gonna be unreal. And go see King Jude, the new. Actually, I'm not going to call him King Jude. He's Prince. Yeah, he hasn't got king status. Great, bro. We'll see, man. Mbappe will join him there as well. But yeah, going to be interesting. Two months, man. Summers. I guess we'll have to come back with transfer. Maybe transfer episodes here and there. Transfer episodes, and then a little bit of the MLS Gold Cup. And we'll touch yeah. upon some of that, uh, the CPL action. Yeah, we'll keep it, uh, we'll keep it locked in for sure. Figure it out on the way. But... I can't believe the season's already over, and like just already thinking about the new season. I need a break. Ours, I was saying, Celtics make it to the semifinals, lose, and then can't. <laughs> Arsenal does that whole season and then loses, and then Croatia makes it to the final and lose. I'm like, I need a 
I need a <laughs> break from following a yeah, team or the, thinking about this is the team. worst time of this is the worst time of the year though, man, because there's fucking no sports on. Well, if you are a sports fan, Wimbledon is starting soon. Tennis is starting soon. Shout Women's out to World Mil- Cup. Women's World Cup is happening. So there will be things to take up our time, but it's at this very minute where it's a little dry. Yeah. We'll figure it out though. We will. Well we'll we'll make we'll put up a little schedule of what you should do and maybe even shows to watch, things to binge. If you haven't already binged Black Mirror, all of it. That's one. If you haven't watched if you haven't watched The Bear on FX, I highly recommend The Bear. Fantastic show. Season two comes out tomorrow. Well, the day this episode airs. It's already got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I couldn't get into that one. I I don't know. I just watch shows at a bad time. So I'm too tired, bro. Fall asleep. Never go back to them. That's wild. I never fall asleep watching a show. But I don't usually take the time to like, hey, let me sit down and actually watch. Usually when I'm in bed before I go to sleep. You're wild though. You like fall asleep with your laptop on you, no? No, nah, but I got a TV in the room, so I just the TV's on, bro. Waking up with a light, fucking bright light. TV in the room, eh? Yeah. yeah, no, I feel that. I got a fan in my room that goes on all night. Fuck, I need it. I need that's what I need, bro. Fuck. I was looking at the other day. I need to buy a fucking fan. Weekend is meant to be thirty something plus here, and then there's a zero percent chance I sit in my flat this entire weekend. Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah. But honestly, I can't. We can't complain about the heat. It's not no. about the heat. Not the day. But if places have air conditioning, I'm staying. <laughs> Bro, I went when I went to watch the. Um, I'll tell you this quickly. When I went to go watch Croatia Netherlands, I went to the pub, and yeah. um, the whole room air conditioning, and where I sat, air conditioner was like right inside of me cold air i was wearing shorts and a t-shirt because it was hot as fuck outside i was freezing and bro goose like goosebumps like how cold i was and all i was thinking about was like i cannot tell this person to like turn off the ac or like turn it down because i just need to enjoy this and just like (laughs) but bro i was like purposely sitting with my legs crossed or like my legs over my legs to keep myself warm but i went to the toilet and i went to go take a piss it was so hot and disgusting. I felt like I went through two different climates. And then I went back to my seat and I was like, no, nah, I'm going to bask in this fucking air conditioning for the next 45 minutes. Bro, every morning when I get into my classroom, I turn on that fucking thermo- I down, down, put on the fucking AC. Because <laughs> they turn it off every night. I'm like, Yo, keep this shit on, man. It's so, it gets so hot when you guys turn it off. And then by lunchtime, it's a fucking ice box, bro. I love it. Oh, man. I wish. Bro, they put windows that our windows and our our place they used to be able to open fully and then obviously that's a health hazard and suicide yeah, true. <laughs> so they put they put little things on it so it opens up like three like maybe two three inches so my room is barely open and there's no airflow oh, i'm fuck. i'm drenched from nine o'clock till three o'clock yeah, without a doubt yeah, it's gross. So if you're listening to this, if you have air conditioning, you are one lucky SOB. And if you are like me and you don't have air conditioning, tell me what you're doing to get through <laughs> the heat. Because I want to know if people, I've seen people do ice in front of a fan 
And I don't know if that actually works. No way that shit works. How are they how are they holding that? Like how's the ice? What do they do? It's like in a cup or something. Like it's like visible. Like it's like meant to be like cold and then it's just blows. ice, no just no water, no just ice in it. It might be water in it. I don't know. That's why I'm I'm reaching out. I'm clutching at straws here. Yeah, fuck my air conditioning is broke, bro. So fucking Yeah, you're you're shit out of luck. We're all shit out of luck, but enjoy the heat. Go outside, put some sunscreen on. Take care of your face. Take care of your body. Don't get burnt. Drink. Enjoy. Watermelon. I don't know what else is nice. Ice cream. Um, popsicles. You name it. Um, anything. <laughs> you know what you should do when you're going through the heat? You should put on an episode of the Just Outside podcast <laughs> loudspeakers and let everybody hear it in the park and then share it and tell them that this is what they're what you're listening to and get them on board about the conversation and see if they have any strategies or tips or if they have any transfer gossip that they want because next episode when we come i'm going to ask balmar about who he wants everton to sign and realistic signings and i'm going to be fielding it out to teams do you know who we forgot to talk about yeah tonali oh yeah <laughs> let's quickly <laughs> talk about tonali because Felino is so upset Sandro Tonali for what 70 mil or 50 mil to the Premier League. I personally think, well, many Italian players haven't come to the Premier League and done well. I don't know if it'll suit him, but it's a crazy move. I think it'll be fine. But what I'm trying to think of other Italians who have come recently. Scamacca. Yeah, but you know, did you see that uh What's his name? Was talking about him. Shout out to Antonio on Filthy Fellas, yeah. saying like he's a baller, but like just the way they play, he's not. It's not doesn't fit. Doesn't fit. I think Tonali, bro, is a fucking workhorse. Yeah, he's fucking not soft at all. You see him fucking getting at people. You need that kind of energy. You need that mentality. I think he'll be fine in the Premier League. I think, and bro, and they want Madison too, Newcastle. If they get that, him, Bruno, Madison. Uh, Joe Willock. They still have Joe Willock as well. Joe Linton. Yeah, that's a good uh, nice little quartet in the, of midfield players to pick from, man. But I think yeah. it'll be okay. But 70 million is too. It's a, lot, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, AC Milan and the Serie A has kind of just fallen. Um, players are laying some people moving. Yeah, yeah they're, At least they got their trophy recently. Yeah, if they didn't have their trophy recently, you'd think this is sad, but at least they've got that. But when they've got rid of Maldini and they're yeah, now the getting rid of him. Coming. Yeah, it's it's not pleasant. It's not good it's not a good time for AC Milan fans. So Felino, yeah. suck it, man. Enjoy last season of Rafael Liao too, because he'll be gone next year as well. <laughs> Just signs a five year deal, gets rid of them, and then these guys leaving. He's gonna go to fucking Saudi Arabia. Yeah, probably. For a couple so years. Pulls my two to hide. <laughs> you won't be allowed there. <laughs> but yeah. I think I that was it. it. Man. Yeah, that was the only one we were forgetting. Yeah. It's late. It's past my bedtime. I'm going to go to sleep. Um, If you made it this far in the episode, thank you. Appreciate you. Episode, what'd you say? 79? Yeah. 79, man. Wow. What a number. Two of the best footy numbers if you separated them. In my opinion, seven and nine. Um, next one we go into. Man, the... man. 
No, I, obviously, when we get to 10. But yeah, but 7 and 9 are iconic numbers. Yeah. If you, you'd go 10 and 9 easily as the two most iconic numbers. 7. That's why I just said 7 and 9 and you went 10. No, but I'm saying you gotta, can't forget 10. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Just... What would you say then is your most after 10? Out of those two, after 10... Yeah, it'd be close, bro. I'm just trying to think. It's just because we're not over seven. We also have seven, bro. Luis Figo. Luis Figo. Bex. Bex Bex wore that. Because nines are just pretty much strikers. And the only one... um, I know this guy did not just say fucking Saka, bro. (laughs) After we just said fucking... Fucking icons, man. (laughs) Guy gets a fucking... Patrick is Malta and he's fucking an icon all of a sudden. No, I'm kidding, obviously. I'm just trying to think of sevens. Joking. Yeah, but uh no, nines, but but the only like iconic nine is the phenomenon man, Ronaldo. Of course. Real, real, like that's just the we think of nine, that's who I think of first. Immediately, that's the first one that comes yeah. to my mind. I think as well, that like Rivaldo. Or no, Adriano, sorry, Adriano. Yeah, Rivaldo was ten. Yeah. I think Ibra. Ibra, yeah, bro, that's ten I think... special, man. Emil Smith Rowe. <laughs> He's ten. Where's ten? Where's ten to hair be on the back of a fucking shirt, man? Oh my god. But I think of other nights. Oh, Suarez. But no, at a Liverpool, I guess at Barca, yeah, he was nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think 79. Great numbers. Fantastic numbers. But if you made it to this point, obviously. Thank you. Appreciate you. Um, Another episode of Just Offside Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time.